What's going on, everybody? Oh man, here. I'm gonna let me just push record real quick so the Anchor FM, Anchor FM family can hear as well and can go out to all those platforms. What's going on? This is Killing Cash, and I am here with you again for another work break segment. Right now, I want to talk about, let me get my, get situated. I could have did this before, but, oh, yeah, let me get situated right there. All right, so, yeah, I want to talk to you today about PR. Um, often talking about PR because people ask me, hey, why is this so much? Why does this cost so much? Why is, um, you know... Um, my, my publicist, because sometimes we are, you know, on someone's project and we're not the publicist on the project. And that's fine um, because we do consulting and everything else. I'm trying to get my stuff right and ready. But um, people want to know, why is PR so much? So let me explain a little bit about PR, public relations, um, as a true professor of it. Um, PR and what you're paying for is to get that notoriety, you know, to get that um, in the newspaper, on TV, radio, even if you have your own station and you have maybe a book, you now want to push your stuff somewhere else, right? Not just your own station because there's billions of people in the world and you don't have billions of people on your platform. I know everyone says they have billions of impressions. And yeah, that's true. That's your impressions, whatnot. But, um, the reason why PR is so much is because things cost. Um, outside of you have to categorize manpower, you know, what you're going to pay someone an hourly rate to do their job um, or set rate to do their job, uh, boutique agencies, you know, um, the lowest retainers are embarrassing, but you can Google the lowest retainers and they'll say, you know, they're between a decent one is 2000 and 5000 in the U.S. because you're paying for people's time. You're paying for someone to work on your project. So one, you don't have to become an expert in that field and that you don't have to do the work, look over the work and they can do their job. Um, you know, some of um, the good retainers when you're getting into the 5000 and 10000 and when you get up to $20,000 a month, you're like, okay, we're, we're working, right? A lot of times that's going to come with a big headache. But, um, but you know, always kind of pick and choose who you, who you want to use. Find a teacher if you're to the hiring. If you're the PR professional, don't let money be the um, only thing that makes you say yes because the bigger the retainer, the more responsibility, the more the headache. Um, you know, the uh, softwares out there that are, are, you know, anything worth their spit are 10 grand and up. And, you know, you're having to shell out that money in the beginning of the year. So you, you have to account for okay, this software is going to cost this much. And it used to be a time you could use, you know, one software for everybody, depending on what you were doing. And in some softwares, you still can do that. But some you kind of have to even be a little more selective because there's so much traffic, so much volume. I only talk about publicly the things that I'm interested in because I find that a lot of the works that I'm um, that we do sometimes 
used to just be for a check. Used to just be for, you know, to keep somebody else a check. So doing the things that you want, I think, as a professional is very important. Um, But software, if you got $10,000 worth of software, you got, you know, other little, and that's just on your computer. What about the software and all these apps and these different things that can help? So the more money your PR person has, the more they can get into these things that I can guarantee you the bigger firms have. So that's why PR costs so much because, you know, if you were to divide and do this 160 hours a day, which any publicist, that's what they're working for you because they don't stop thinking about your project um, and divide that. And by, you know, the um, 160 hours per day, you would see that your PR professionals probably make a minimum wage. And if you want someone who's working minimum wage to be effective for you, hey, good luck. We'll see how long that lasts because they're going to always be looking for the next biggest and baddest thing, right? They're in as soon as they find it, they're out. So all this time that they've invested, they probably don't even do an exit interview. Um, so you have to, you have to have a strategy and how you pick your PR and how you do your PR. And, you know, how and and then your PR professional has to pick on how do they pitch? And a lot of them rely strictly on AI and what's going on with software. And the other half seem to be, you know, basing it on past relationships, which I love the past relationships, but you can fall in love with the AI because it can have you have so many more placements and make your client go boom. Now, keep in mind, your clients, especially Asian tech clients, they don't necessarily always like to go, boom. they have their niche and they like to stay in that. And that, as a PR professional, is the hardest thing, the hardest thing to deal with because you're, you're like, let me do my work. Let me do what I do. My job is to get you all the placements as possible. And they're like, nah, nah, nah. I've spoke about it in other videos, other forums. You know, I've had tech companies say, nah, we don't want Forbes. Say so you don't want Forbes? Like, I'm treating Forbes like the mantle, whatnot, of, you know, if I got four, four, pla- four, four placements, you know, I, that's on my Grammy, that's my Emmy, it's Forbes. Every, Forbes doesn't say yes to everyone. And if I have those on the mantle, and you, I have them because they've said yes, but then the clients say, nah, we don't want it. Then the other clients say, nah, we don't want it. And you're like, hey. I have how many four placements? Well, I have them, but I don't have them. So you don't have them until they're placed. Um, so, you know, you, you you have to have that strategy. You have to understand what this thing in PR. We do PR and consulting at Coleman Public Relations Firm. It's just what we do. We do it um, in an unconventional way. Uh, flip that whole pyramid, everything. Just It's different. It's just different. But you gotta you got to know what you got to know one thing what your pr marketing advertising budget is for the year if you don't know that you're already one step behind the game because the other people who whatever your competition is in your genre they they already have that so if you're a boutique and you're trying to compete with the big the big boys you got to do what the big boys do you don't have to like it but you got to do it so budgets are one of that 
having some of the similar software that helps you cheat because AI does things. I mean, boom, boom, boom. PR doesn't happen in um, a day, but it could. And when it does and it's good, you are happy that you paid. You know, I can make a song about that. But the um, PR is just one of those things. So I'm going to leave y'all with that for now. And I may come back and touch upon why you need PR, what it can do for you now and in the future. Y'all be, be blessed while I catch this call.